What up, man? Have... Hold on. Seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. Get away. I'm going to leave Everybody this Everybody get away from I'm my door. Gonna, I'm not going to edit this out. This is going to be perfect. <laughs> this is our life as a team. <laughs> this is what it sounds like when you get to play Null Zero. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. It's good stuff. Man, if I had a garage and I was out there by myself. No, no. Dude, even if I had a garage, then it would come right out there to the damn garage and do the same shit. <laughs> you cussed. I can't leave it in now. Damn it. That's oh, too good. Ugh. Literally. I literally just said, we're starting wow. now. Everybody walked away. And for, as soon as you introduce, it's like, Dad, Mom! Can you please? You're listening to the Fortnite Community Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX, and Noel Zero. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one, the only, the obviously one HP killer, but more so the monster hunter killer the past couple days. No, 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 Zero. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. Enjoying some monster hunter and... Kind of take a little hiatus from Fortnite just for a little bit, like yeah. a little breather. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it has been nice actually. I, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about this later on. But uh, and me and Nolzi will probably do a little special on our uh, Save the World podcast that's going to be coming up this week. But I know I've been saying that so for like four said. weeks. Yeah, right. So, uh, but we will probably talk a little bit about, about really, Monster Hunter if you guys are interested in that at all. Really, I th- I just feel like. <clears throat> I got to, I've been, I'm almost to 90 right now. Um, I'm about to hit the last couple tiers of my thing. My battle pass it has been a long haul this season. And I feel like I just needed some time away to really come back and appreciate the game. Like playing it today was a lot of fun, had a good time. Not that I wasn't having fun before, but I definitely was feeling kind of like fatigued a little bit. Yeah, we both took a break. What was it last week, right? Last weekend, a little bit. We took a break. Uh, like right. on, on like a Monday and a Tuesday or something like that Monday. And it was good to have a day off and come back and, uh, and, you know, get that new feeling back again. So, well, yeah, absolutely. We'll see how that all turns out. Um, you know, I, I, Monster Hunter has been fun and it's been good to get a little break and I'm, I'm ready to get back into some Fortnite myself. The couple games we played today were a lot of fun. Uh, guys, you don't forget that you will never get tired of the one, the only Glom Tom. So this show is obviously brought to you by Glomtom. Glomtom.com. Use the code Fortnite for 5% off. We really appreciate everybody that's out there already enjoying their Glomtoms. And uh, don't forget, use that code Fortnite for 5% off. Uh, you will love it. And you will never get sick of that Glomtom that will be on your lap forever and a day. Uh, guys, thank you so much for the iTunes reviews. A um, couple more. I don't want to read like just one or two. So a couple more and we'll, uh, we'll get those read next week. So if you don't mind, please... Go to the uh, the iTunes store and on the podcast and go ahead and put in your review there with some words and a little star, and uh, we'd really appreciate that. Um, you can also subscribe to us on YouTube and Podbean as well. And David, I mean, with like 40 million players, which was announced, we should have, what, like at least a million listeners by now? I mean, don't you think? Like, we, sh- we should have a, a million <laughs> listeners by now. Um, come on, 40 mil. Come Get on. <laughs> on your job and point them at the direction of the podcast. Yeah, let's go Fortnite players. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. That's all right. It, Epic's going to, you know, Epic's going to make a big announcement and 
label us the official Epic, yeah. you know, yeah. podcast. We're actually going to take a salary from Epic and start to, you know, do this podcast full time for y'all and really be that uh, <laughs> voice for Epic. If Epic wants that, that's sarcasm, by yeah. the way. Yeah, because it Just probably won't happen. But if it did happen, we would quit our jobs and go work at Epic and do podcasts. Yes. Just so that that's Epic, not sarcastic. Listening. Yeah, that's. I that's... will definitely take that job today. <laughs> and you don't have to pay me that much. Um, <laughs> You'd be surprised how much, how little you have to pay me. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure some people that we could probably get to go with us are actually here tonight. So we. We're, this is going to be a fun episode for everybody listening because we have we have the squad with us tonight, and I'm going to name this episode. I don't think you heard it, David, but you know, like a keg stand. But I'm going to call it the Chug Jug Stand tonight uh, <laughs> with the squad. Stand. Yeah, so that's that's what we're doing tonight. We're we're we're, we're going to do that. Uh, but we do have the infamous one and only, as you guys have heard many times, us shout him out. Uh, whether it was uh, making fun of him, <laughs> whether it was making fun of him or making more fun of him, the one, the only, Kyle the Assist, aka Kyle the Anxious. What's up, buddy? Chilling, man. Now I'm aka Kyle the Whiff. Yeah, Just Kyle the Whiff. Yeah, we didn't yeah, bring that one to up. Close it. Yeah, yeah. Brad, Brad wasn't uh, along with us that for the Whiff. Yeah. yeah he, that, no, that was Jack. It was Jack. Yeah, it was Jack. Uh, that it was wasn't. With us. It's not that you can't. It's that you and Jack failed epically on that one. You see, you see, this is the problem, man. Every time I stand back, usually I'm usually it's just us three. When we get like Brad or Jack in there, let's say you know David, David, aka Captain Rendezvous. For those of you who do not know, be running around. <laughs> he's going right up in the grill with a shotgun or whatever, and I'm chilling behind, laying bullets. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, if David dies, he's like, oh, here's one shot. Why can't you guys kill him? Because I'm not up there. So Jack, he goes up. He tries to kill the guy, and I'm backing him up. I'm close behind. He gets rocketed, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill this guy. And you get rocketed too. And he rockets me. <laughs> and that's bullcrap because every time I use a rocket launcher, it seems like they survive. Troy, you've seen me use uh, a rocket launcher. It was good. It was oh, a classic guy. whiff, though. It was oh, the ultimate classic, yeah. classic whiff. It was. It was classic. And a guy that has been around for a lot of those whiffs in your lifetime, the one, the only, Mr. Bradberg. What's up, buddy? Not too much. Great to be here. Yeah. So for you guys that are listening, Brad has been a longtime listener and also a longtime uh, friend of ours that plays a multiplayer with games with us because a lot of people that we play games with can't take the sweatiness that we play with, and Brad's pretty good at keeping up with us on uh, on being sweaty, and he also can brush off anything that we do as far as getting crazy with it because me and null zero bro we can get a little competitive a little a little yeah we can't we lack the ability <laughs> to play a game casually like yeah we can be like even with people like that we know are gonna be bad or something like oh we'll play a couple games and i don't really care that doesn't happen because we yeah. get in there and we're like oh my god shoot the guy oh do this uh yeah, we're pretty competitive guys. I mean, to that, say the least. That's why every time we say we're gonna we're gonna start rocket riding, it took us like a month to start rocket riding because we were like, oh, we're we're about to win. Let's not rocket ride yet. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> win. Let's not rocket ride yet. Yeah, but see, once you hit the, you know, after you get three digit wins and one playlist, you're like, whatever. Let's rocket ride. I can win these, you know, without even thinking about it at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it, and and so we we've started doing a lot more of that stuff. Of course, if you ask Kyle to rocket ride, he's continually jumping in front of you, like I'm getting I shot. No, it. I don't want it. Yeah, he'll try to strafe the rocket that you're trying to jump him onto. <laughs> yeah, he can whiff the rocket ride as well. Yeah. Oh, does not yeah. work well to strafe the rocket. Just somewhere clear. Well, let's get in here, and now uh, you guys can learn a little bit about Kyle and Brad real quick. All right, so Brad, let's start off with you. For those people that don't know you, obviously, give us a little glimpse of like your gaming background history, and and let's start with uh, with that. And what was your first like multiplayer addiction? Like, what was what was the first game that got you sucked into sitting in front of your television for hours, sure, drinking sure. lots of beverages, not shaving your face? Kind of what you're known for now. <laughs> well, I started all the way back on the Tandy, playing some just simple side-scrolling PC lame games and then when i got the first nes for christmas one year that was what kind of wait a second wait 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 everybody in listening to this podcast that's like kyle's age and younger they don't know what the heck you just said like, exactly did he say exactly. the tandy the tandy oh yes yeah. so one I, of the old personal computers it had what i don't even know how many mega ram <laughs> yeah yeah it that, could it could Basically, your work as a calculator. We but didn't even know what a gig was means. back when we were kids, people. Gigabytes oh, yeah. did not exist. Mm -hmm. And if they mm -hmm. did, they were like rooms full of memory to get one gig. So, Yep, my first addiction was probably Tetris, and it came and went. It came when I was a kid, and then it came back in college in more of a competitive sense. But the first game that I got like actually competitive with was in tech school for the Air Force. I got really into Quake 3 and Unreal Tournament. We were playing those on a lot of computers down there and kind of got me into that whole first-person shooter competitive, like, right. we can take this up a notch and really, you know, be all in on it. David, how awesome would it be to hear Brad getting sweaty with some Tetris, though, in college? Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... No, that I don't know. No, it's a block. It's a square. Tetris, I think it was Tetris 2, or maybe they just called it Tetris Attack, but there was, like, a Tetris where you would actually blow up bombs and, like... Send a bunch of crap to both sides of the players, kind of like a Puyo Puyo or Do uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Dude, that game was pretty intense. Like you, <laughs> you could, you could be five years old and learn your first curse words playing that game. <laughs> yeah, in Tetris in college, we had the whole, you know, sheet up on the wall with the leaderboard, and it was oh a big deal when you broke the record. And I remember like the first time, I don't, I forget the numbers, but it was like a a hundred K maybe a million. I don't remember the first time somebody broke it. It was like, Oh my God, no one's ever going to touch this again. And by the end, it was up to like three times that it was, yeah. just, it was cool. Yep. Uh, made it oh, a lot of fun. Man. See Kyle, that's the things we did in all of our old ages. We get sweaty on some Tetris, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't, you I'll tell you, I used to be sitting there with uh, uh super turbo hyper, whatever street fighter two on super oh, yeah. Nintendo. That was, that was the mm -hmm. stuff. You know, you ever hear the Tetris of, the Tetris effect, like how your brain can go into a mode where you're not thinking. Yeah. yeah oh, yes. Think. They actually have done studies where if you play Tetris at a high level, afterward you can like be more efficient with other things because it's like your brain taps into a higher level of efficiency. It's pretty cool. Um, that's what I do every morning. I wake up at 6 a.m. and get my Tetris on for work. Just, <laughs> just get me a few hours of Tetris in so I can be so productive at work. Uh, I'm just happy as Tetris in that Pong, man. You guys, I'll tell you what. <laughs> hey, Pong. Pong was for me. 
Yeah. Pong's awesome. I played Pong. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> There's been multiple iterations of Pong throughout the years. Uh, I played the old school, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with the Atari? Yes, you I went have. back? Yes, you went I back have. with the joystick yes, and uncle. the little Atari? Okay. Yeah, man. My uncle. I even played the Sega, bro. Sonic the Hedgehog. Let's go. <laughs> Sega's not that throwback, bro. That's it don't not, matter, man. I'm, yo, I'm only about to be 24, Troy. Come on now, bro. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. Uh, all right. Well, what about you, Kyle? What, let, you know, you being 20, 20, about to be 24, what was, uh, what was the system you remember growing up on the most, and, and what was your first gaming addiction? Well, the system I grew up the most was PlayStation uh, Four. PlayStation Fire. Four. No, the... no. <laughs> just <laughs> still got milk on my tongue, bro. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Like, for have real. you ever heard of the system PlayStation Four? That's that's where I was at. Yeah, grew up on that hardcore. Oh uh, no, man. No, I just uh, playing PlayStation, and then like I really religiously played Spyro and Crash a lot. Um, that was pretty awesome. I even played it. My grandma was in on that too. My mom too. Also, they remastered Galaga for PlayStation. So I was playing Galaga. If you guys know what Galaga is, that's that was pretty cool. We do know what Galaga is. Know what Galaga is. Yeah, Galaga is awesome. I, I do know what it is. Pretty cool is not the term that comes. To- no. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh my god, that game gets sweaty as all heck. Uh, I did play Anyways. a lot of Banjo. Uh, and 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 then uh, what was the other one that they just came out with the remat or the like the new version of uh, my gosh, what is that? People are gonna kill me right now because, but it's like the PlayStation Mario equivalent, you know, platformer. Uh, what is it? Crash, Crash Bandicoot. Crash. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I literally just said it, Troy. Right? What? Yeah, yeah. Those commercials were the best. If you remember yeah. Crash commercials, they were the best. Yeah. They sent Crash Bandicoot, and he'd go to mega. He'd have a megaphone, and he'd go to other video game companies <laughs> yeah. and talk crap to them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I played a but ton of Crash on like PlayStation One, man. Ton. My, I would say that that's why I grew up. But my first gaming addiction was came when I first got the Xbox 360, and that would be Halo Two. And I, I loved Halo Two, man. And I, I loved Halo Three too. Me and David or Null Zero have have talked a lot about that, but. Halo 2 was my first gaming addiction, what I really got hardcore into. Um, I really want to go to MLG tournaments, but my mom didn't allow me since I was so young. So, but that's where I really started to get sweaty. So, that was my first addiction. How many hours you got in Halo 3? <laughs> you know what? I went back and I checked one of my accounts, and I, I, I it was like 600 plus games. I forget my other accounts, David. You know what? You're the Messiah. Let me bow to you. You're better than me. You're better than me at Fortnite. What did I say like the other night? Like 3,000 games and you were talking your Halo smack? Yeah, you did have some like 3,000 hours. You had something pretty crazy. Go play casual Monster Hunter, bro. Go be casual. (laughs) (laughs) A game of depth. That's true. That's true. Uh, So as we move on here, speak of Fortnite and not playing casually. (laughs) What? I love that you know, they're getting to see like the real. This is exactly what it's like to play. Yeah, with oh. the, to listen. If you could sit in a party and listen to us four play, this is exactly it. This is exactly what you'd hear. It, yeah, it, true, true story. I said, I said a lot more. Brad trying to reel us in, like, hey guys, <laughs> there's someone over here. Storm's coming. Yeah, yeah. storm's guys, coming. Let's North go. Yeah. I hate losing to the storm so much. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, that, that's Troy's fault. Troy is does. The Storm, Storm Raider. Raider. The original. <laughs> the OG. 
I am too the loud OG. OG. Hey man, look, that's what that's what they made health kits and uh, bandages for, right there, bro. For I don't think I told you this story yet, but I told No Zero. But yeah, too loud. I had uh, I had a fight through the storm the other day to the point where I took four med <laughs> kits in a row to get out of the storm and made it out. Applaud what? you, sir. <laughs> I applaud you. How didn't the clock? How didn't the clock yep. get up to you, man? How, uh, you it worked. Well, I basically to took one, storm? then I looted three, and I took two more on the way in, and I took the fourth one right after I ran out of the mm. storm. Wow. Yeah. Did you you should have That's saved that and just like literally put up a YouTube video that would say it said something along the lines Don't of, fear like, the storm. Too loud would be proud. <laughs> yep. No, just say how a living in the storm. Dude, if I could get literally if I could get like I don't know. If I could slot at least six, maybe nine, take up two spots, have my like scar, a rocket launcher, and then just like like nine health packs, at the end I yep. wouldn't even shoot the guy. I would just live in the yep. storm and keep healing. Yep. And see, they should make a video see, of like see if I can win. Um, being in the storm without a med kit is like the beach at D-Day, but being in the storm <laughs> with a stack of three med kits is like singing in the rain, just dancing around like yeah, yeah. you don't care at all. Yeah, it's totally yeah, different. But, set. but at the end, final circle, wouldn't the wouldn't the like storm kill you so fast that you didn't even have time to get yeah, run off? I'm sure it does, yeah, but not to like yeah. the fourth or fifth one. You're fine up till yeah. then. Yeah, I mean, at the very end, yeah. If you were like having yeah, to yep. get to the point where like people are having to we'll stand you, on like, top of each other, I don't know if you like seen the yeah. ones where like they're standing on top of each other. Oh yeah, and stuff. Did uh, you see that clip of the guy? He stepped into the storm to start taking damage, so he could med kit faster to win. At yeah, the end. it was pretty cool. Wow, yeah. I've yep. seen crazy smart strategy. stuff. <clears throat> crazy stuff. Um, but here we are talking about Fortnite, obviously, because it's what we always talk about. What is it, Brad, that you like most about Fortnite? If you could say, like, this is what hooked me, or this is what I really enjoy, this is one aspect of the game that really hooks me every time I play it. What always pulls me into PvP games is just the depth and replayability of kind of random chance encounters and how situations are different just by changing a few little variables. Fortnite is the epitome of that. Like, where you land is different every time based on how many people land there. You can land in Pleasant Park with one other person and it's an experience. You can land there with 30 people and it's a different experience. Right. And just every single encounter that happens on the map changes so much based on what weapons people have, what building techniques they use, what flanks happen, if someone's behind you or not. So it's just, on the surface, it seems like such a simple game, but when you get into it, just the situations change so much in every encounter that that's what keeps bringing me back. Yeah, no, I agree. I, and... You know, we, we've mentioned that we've been playing Monster Hunter a little bit, and, like, it's very intricate, right? Like, very complex, more more so complex um, things to manage and, and micromanage and things like that. And then I look at Fortnite, which is, like, kind of what pulled me into League of Legends years ago, which is, like, you look at it on the surface, like you said, and there's, like, okay, I can only have five items, right? Like, I can only build four things. League of Legends, I only have four attacks, right? But, like, like you were saying what creates that depth and you know, the replayability is like what happens every round is so different. And then you start figuring out, well, it's not just four items. It's like, what four items do I take or five items do I take this time? Right? Like, okay, do I, you know, do I weigh bandages, rocket launchers, what do I do? And, and those experiences definitely. Yep. And the great part is the answer to that question changes every game. Yep. Times you should have carried something else. And other times <laughs> yeah. you should have. So it makes it great. Yeah. Yep. I should have taken that extra med kit so I could live in the storm a little longer. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm always telling myself. Uh, what about you, Kyle? What do you like most about Fortnite, bro? To be honest, man, I really enjoy, I really enjoy getting on every night. And usually, you know, me, you, and David are always playing every night. 
I really yeah. enjoy getting on with friends, um, having a blast talking about, you know, real life things and, and just owning people sometimes. I mean, sometimes we're the ones getting owned. Sometimes, sometimes. we're the ones <laughs> sometimes we're the ones getting known. Most times we're the ones getting those W's though. So yeah. what if we win like at least two games a night now? At least uh, at least the Victor Royales are coming there. out a couple of times. Yeah, Usually. but that's what I really enjoy, man. I mean, me, you, and David, I've been playing games for, what, like four years now? And I, I've always enjoyed the friendship, and, and, and I haven't even played with Brad that much until Fortnite, pretty much. And we, we were part we are part of the same clan. We're part of Savvy. So just to be able to play with someone who is in my clan and get together and, and have fun and talk about some things, it's great. I really enjoy the shooting mechanics um, and everything else in Fortnite, but I really enjoy the friend aspect the most, to be honest. What about you, David? I've never asked you this question. What do you like most about Fortnite? In all of our conversations, this has been one I've never had. Um, so it really goes into PUBG, really, because, okay, not too long ago, my buddy Troy here decided he was going to play PUBG. And that was a determination that I didn't even have. Like, I, I don't even know what really got you into that. Um, it was just watching it. It was just like Twitch. Like, I kept seeing everybody yeah, like play you it. kind of... I guess started watching it and stuff. I didn't watch it at all. I didn't even really pay attention to the fact that this thing was happening called PUBG and Battle Royale. I Man, heard of like H1Z1 and stuff like that. So like when I first saw PUBG, I was kind of like, oh, it's just like that H1Z1 or whatever game. So I didn't take much notice of it. And then you know you were like, I don't want to play it by myself. And this is typical for me and Troy. Like he he buys me some games. And so he's like, I'm buying this for you. Download it, install it, let's play. I did. I made you play that so, game with me. Yeah, and I downloaded it, and we started playing it. At first, I was like, okay, I mean, I can kind of see the appeal here. Then we, you know, night, the next night we played it. Then we got a victory royale there, or winner, winner, chicken dinner there. And <clears throat> I was like, after you win, what's, like, what's the draw? And so then we started playing more and more, and then I started to realize, like, the draw to it like it encompasses a lot of things it's like a looter shooter on a small scale like every game you're looting or shooting and running around something that's very addictive in gaming that's why you know they make games like destiny and all these different types of looter games um and we enjoyed fortnite but what got me with i mean what we enjoyed PUBG, but what got me with fortnite was once i started to get into it was the polish that epic has on this game and i don't know how many people listen to us have played PUBG and ignore what you've seen about the xbox stuff obviously that's an unfortunate state that they released it on the xbox in that in that condition but on pc it was a better game and but on like low-end pcs or high-end pcs it would have problems across the board and they're obviously i don't know if it's the team is less experienced I, i'm not sure what the case is for them them in particular but epic has like the resources it has the experience obviously they're working with their own engine they know what they're doing in their own engine so fortnite's polish is far it's the best kind of battle royale out there as far as the smoothness of it so i just the battle royale is very addictive but this is the smoothness is what gets me the most plus i really like the building mechanic yeah really changes up you know i mean you just got to watch some of these guys like you know myth ninja uh really any of the big streamers youtubers for Fortnite. 
and see some of the crazy stuff they do. And it's like, like who would have thought you could do all that? Like in a video game. And, yeah. In a, yeah. In any video game. So yeah, I, I think, know. and then of course it's fun to get on and play with friends and right. That, I mean, that's gaming in general. So, yeah, I think for me, like, what attracted me to Fortnite so much is what you were saying. Like we've played a lot of blizzard games and we've praised blizzard for, you know, almost every game they've come out with that we've played over the years and talked about is like the way they polish a game. Right. And they are the standard, like in the, in the gaming industry, like no one can do what they do. Um, everybody wants to, right. But like blizzard doesn't put out a game that doesn't take off. It just, that's the reality of it. They spend years and, like their betas are like some people's final products. Um, yeah. And what, what Fortnite's done here, what Epic's done with Fortnite is on that level, right? Like they release this thing basically, hey, here's a free beta. It's in pre release mode, but like it's pretty smooth, right? Like our engine works pretty well. Things happen. Yeah. This past week, we've had some hiccups because of big updates and stuff like that. But the other thing that like draws me to this community and this game so much is is epic themselves, right? And and how open they've been with the community, the communication to the community, um, to content creators, big and small. They didn't just like come out and start advertising like, hey, this really big YouTuber that already has hundreds of thousands of people like Ali A, which nothing against him, but like all of a sudden like, hey, this guy, look, he's playing Fortnite too. Uh, and look at his videos. No, instead they took people also that were like, you know, some people that we know from the Destiny community, right? And then also people from maybe communities that didn't re- weren't really big at all, like Monster D-Face. They brought him in and, like, started helping him and advertising him. Like, hey, look at this guy that's a content creator for our, for our game. And, like, so that, that to me also encompasses, like, part of my passion for, being, for like, being in, in Fortnite. And obviously, you know, the game itself and the gameplay it has. But uh, it's, it's interesting that all of us have, you know, I think we all love the same things, but we also have other things that shine here for, for all of us and, and why we like Fortnite. I think that's why you have 40 million people playing the game, right? Um, what is it as you go forward, Brad, that you think like there's something you want from Fortnite? Like, What is that thing you're like, yeah, man, I hope Fortnite does this or maybe it goes in this direction or we keep getting this, whatever it is. Well, I think people start to take for granted how active they have been and how responsive they have been and i just one of my biggest hopes is that they just keep that going that they keep listening to the community that they keep you know doing performance you know patches that they keep adding items and keep just advancing the game and not kind of come out of the gate strong like this and then um slow down after it um as the game you know ages because they're killing it so far like the the they had what a huge update Two, uh, 10 days ago or so and then less than a week later they came out with like a minor patch to like bugs that were in the major update like i don't know a lot of companies just are not on top of it like that they're not as plugged into the you know reddit and forum community and stuff like that and right. it's great to see a developer doing that and i just hope they can keep that momentum going yeah no i definitely agree with you i definitely agree with you what about you kyle what is like is there something you want in fortnite is it like a i mean anything a weapon what what i mean what are you, you know, hoping that it comes to Fortnite ranked? I mean, what do you want? What What I really like to see in Fortnite uh, would be well, I would really like to see more like a ranked kind of thing. That would be cool. I mean, I, I am a very sweaty kind of player. But more importantly, 
what I really like to see, and and quote me if I'm wrong, but in PUBG, when you when you win, don't you get stuff like at the end, like towards stuff, like towards an item shop or something? Yeah, like you get to coins. Get... Yeah, you get coins, uh, and it's not for wins. You get them every game, no matter what, uh, based off your performance. Yeah, um, and I and I do understand that Epic can't be giving away like V bucks all the time, whatever, because you know there's so many streamers out there that have a thousand plus wins. You know what I mean? So. Imagine how much stuff they would give away, but something for like when you win more than just an umbrella, because we, most of us have an umbrella. You know what I mean? So, a little something to just keep you going. I mean that that would be great. But I mean they're killing it. I mean skins, progress, uh, all these little updates, these minor updates, these big updates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just keep it going performance-wise. You know, it would be great to see in the end game where they don't even have to patch it like like they are now but just patching little stuff do you know what i mean yeah so i'm they're, they're killing it though they're killing it it's a dope game to play that's for sure what about you david the question is what do you what, want what i like to see them do yeah continue to do yeah um one i'd like to see them take a realistic approach to how much their skins cost <laughs> true they true. don't yeah. mm-hmm they're absolutely crazy if they think their skins are worth the amount they're charging for. Not to say I haven't bought some. I have. Not to say I don't get tempted to go buy more V-Bucks. I have. <laughs> but it's a little crazy, Epic. Sorry. In fact, you um, bought your re- your refund from Paragon. Just- I was yep. actually going <laughs> to bring up Paragon just a sec. Because yeah, I did yeah. want to say something in particular to what you said and what Brad was saying. And then relay that towards Yeah, Paragon. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, um... As far as what they're going with, the thing I like is about a week or two ago, I had mentioned uh, like an acceleration gate as like a, a weapon or a trap that you can put down right. and maybe make you faster and shoot things through faster like rockets and stuff. Now, I don't know that they'll put that ever put that in. I don't know if they'll ever listen to this and be like, yep, it would be we're gonna awesome. Like that in. It would be so awesome. It would awesome. be awesome. But the fact that I, some of the stuff that they've put in the game makes me think like it's a possibility it's definitely i don't feel like oh well they'll never do that like i don't feel like i just said something and they're and then felt like oh well they'll never do that so you know fun to wish right um but i really you know i do commend them on their creativity and how much they're willing to experiment with this game um you know some people don't want to mess with the formula once it works uh, and they're not showing to be that way. You know, they're looking at an, actually a new firing mode, right? They're looking at, uh, they changed their map completely around. They've made changes to different gun types. Um, so they're not afraid to mess with the formula. They are conscientious, conscientious of it, but they're not like so afraid of messing with the formula like that they don't experiment. And I, that's what I'd like to see them continue. So I will agree with everybody on, on what they want. Uh, the the main thing I want to see, like I can't wait for custom games, right? Like some of the things we know that are True. coming. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I I think like what we've talked about too before, David, like a a theater system, so you can go grab different angles, maybe create some other types yes. of content. That would be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to touch on something I don't have in the notes that you just said. And relay this also to what we mentioned, which is Paragon. So for people that don't know, Paragon is closing. They're closing the game. Kyle's been at, Kyle was a big 
fan of Paragon. He played it. I, you know, I liked the game. I didn't, wasn't in love with it, but I liked it. David obviously said a few times he was not a fan of the game. Uh, Brad, I, you, you you probably never even played Paragon, did you? No, I never did. I got an Overwatch at the time. Yeah. So, so for everybody that doesn't know, it's obviously you know this this does affects people's lives. It does fa- affect a lot of content creators. Um, it's obviously nothing that. I don't think Null Zero ever wanted, or I wanted uh, anybody that was maybe not a huge fan of the game, uh, but they did. Yeah, I mean, y'all texted it out today, and the first thing I said is, "I'm that that was sad to hear." Like, I I don't it's like sad. Paragon. I don't think it's a good game. Right. But when I heard when y'all texted, it wasn't like I was like, "Yeah, I told you." Haha. Uh-huh. Like, no. I mean, it's very sad. I hope everybody yeah. found places at Epic. If they didn't find places at Epic, I hope they found other places to work. I mean, there's some really um, cool things about the game. Like, the game is beautiful, right? I think we can agree on that. I think the game... The artwork is nice. The artwork was really cool. Um, and what they did for the Winterfest was even cooler, you know, because they, they did add snow to their map, to their PvP map. Something yeah, that Fortnite actually didn't do, you know what I mean? Yeah, they tried to do a lot of cool things. They really did. And I think they, they you know, they said they just fell short. I mean, basically, this is a note from the team. It says, Paragon to close on April 26th. By the Paragon team. Hey everyone, uh, it's with heavy hearts we've decided to close Paragon. We truly appreciate everything you've put into Paragon. Uh, we've received many passionate ideas for where the where to take the game. The outpouring of thoughtful suggestions is another tre- uh, testament to an incredible community. After careful consideration and difficult internal debates, we feel that there isn't a clear path for us to grow Paragon into a MOBA that retains enough players to be pseudo, uh, sustainable. We didn't execute well enough to deliver on the promise of Paragon. We have failed you despite the team's incredibly hard work, and we're sorry. Um, they go on to talk about if you want a refund, which is just crazy to me that you know they're offering refunds for any time you bought anything on Paragon. Uh, I say this for a couple reasons. Number one, if you do want to refund and you want to spend it and keep it with Epic, keep it in their hands, you can go refund and get your money into V-Bucks, actually. So this is really cool. Can you? Uh, That's interesting. Yeah, so you can transfer all your stuff and get and get into V-Bucks. The other thing I want to say is, and you touched on it, David, is like they're not afraid to touch Fortnite, right? And And they touched Paragon a bunch, and they revamped it many times. My worry is, and we, we've discussed this a little bit, like, we thought, okay, what's happening? Like, did they put too many points of interest on the map with the last map update, right? Like, did they spread out that too much, right? Because you can literally win a game really easy now with, like, four or two wins, or four or two kills. Like, super easy, because everybody's going to these different places, and there's not as much concentration around the map. There's more places to actually go to. Uh, and I feel like it spreads out the kills a lot more than it used to. But can they mess up Fortnite by doing too much? Like doing too many updates? And- oh, they could. I mean, absolutely they could. They could make the wrong updates. Um, map changes to me are pretty significant. That's not something I think that you just put in and you're like, well, if we need to remove a bunch of points of interest, we can. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things that could really mess it up. But I... A lot of the other things I feel like are things that could be removed. You know, Paragon had an issue of, unfortunately, they have League of Legends to compete with. Right. Uh, right. And they're in a dwindling market. Like, MOBAs are not becoming more popular. You, you know, 
there's everybody when the MOBA thing started, everybody put out a MOBA. EA had a MOBA. There was here's a new earth. I've played like so many different MOBAs. Not to say MOBAs are going away, but people are pretty settled in, you know, heroes. It's kind of like what a lot of people are going to do because they've seen the success of Fortnite. You know what I mean? Because of the success of Fortnite, Mm -hmm. everybody's going to come up with a battle royale. Right, and everybody is coming out with battle royale. There's all kinds of battle royales coming out, and um, I just there's going to be those companies too that are going to have that issue. I think Epic hit at the perfect time. It beat uh, PUBG to console, so... I think that they have, I think they have a lot of grace here. I think there's a lot that they can do here and be okay. Um, I did feel like the map update felt broken at first. Like I liked it, I enjoyed it, but I felt like 50% of the bus was going to Tilted Towers. It's still pretty volatile there, but it's less volatile now. Like yeah. now, you're actually starting to see people in places you didn't before. Um, I, I don't know what what would ruin the game. But could it be done? Absolutely. Yeah. But the one thing I did want to say real quick before we get too far away from Paragon was the whole reason I wanted to say something about it was Kyle had told us about some boycotting or something. I I don't know what's going on necessarily. I get people are pissed about that, but I will say, like, the fact that they're willing to offer refunds, regardless if they're saying, like, hey, get V-Bucks or whatever, or even if it's, hey, get your money back. The fact that they're willing to do that and the fact that they're coming out and saying, like, hey, we can't make this work. Like, I know it sucks. I know people want to play that game. There's people that really like that game. But if if it's not viable for a company, they can't just do it because you like it. Like, they, they have to make a, a little bit of, off of it, too, right? Like, it's not just a, a fan thing where it's like, oh, hey, these guys really like it. So for however many people are actually playing this game, we're yeah. going to continue to make it. Yeah. And you see, that's what cracks me. That's what cracks me up is when you bring up the boycott thing. Something that I told you today is another reason why they're shutting it down was the dwindling fan base. And but you can't get on YouTube as a person and say, "Oh, I want to boycott Epic because they're shutting down a game that they first started, and then Fortnite came out or whatever, and now they're worrying about Fortnite." No, it's definitely the community. Fortnite. Yeah, it's not the community wasn't very good at you know they were mad at the updates or whatever, but. The updates didn't exactly break the game. It didn't make the game less fun. Yeah, because I, I haven't played since Legacy or whatever. I've only played it since Monolith. But the game was still fun even after the version 42 update. Well, so you can't get on there and I mean, they said they something. Like I said, like I read, they said it. it's it, Paragon. They they can't. They don't have a clear path for to grow yeah. Paragon into a MOBA that retains enough players to be sustainable. I mean, there it yeah, is, right? And, there, and it's so. just unfortunate. Yeah, it's a, like I said, dwindling market. MOBAs aren't on their way out necessarily, but very niche. Right. And yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure the third person doesn't help because it takes away from what makes a t- third person takes away from what makes like. League of Legends so great. There's just a thing that is lost in it. Yeah, uh, it feels more casual. So I just wanted to say, like, Epic's been pretty good about their communication, even with the shutdown of Paragon. Like, yeah. anybody yeah. that's talking smack about it, like, I'm not just some fanboy that's you know kissing Epic's butt, but I would say like they handled it pretty decently. Yeah, they did. Yeah, as well as you can handle, I think, shutting down a brand that you also have to realize, like. These people love this game too. They've invested some of the artists have like invested years into creating that content. You know what I mean? So like it's not an easy walk away. And we personally know of things that people that were just joining the Paragon team as as soon as 
just in December. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it wasn't like they, it's not like they had planned this. It wasn't like, oh, they've known this the whole time. No, they were just adding people to the team in December. We've talked. As Kyle said, they just did a big map update in December for the winter event. They did. So, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, look, I, I hope that, you know, best of luck to everybody on the, on the Paragon team. Uh, I hope you guys find a home. Um, you know, thank you for trying to give us an awesome game as a community. Uh, hopefully a lot of those people have come and they're playing Fortnite and enjoying that. And you, you guys are working on Fortnite as well. Uh, and finding a new home and, you know, I'm also excited. Maybe they put them on a new team. Like we talked about this, like maybe they put them on a new team for a new game. Like Epic's got some really awesome other game that they're, that they're working on that they're like, Hey, you know, let's take our resources and put it over here. So. Look, Epic has always been doing something. As you look throughout the years, they're always building something new, trying something new. They're not a company that has ever, you know, gone with the mold of what's necessarily happening. They always try to go outside the box a little bit. So, you know, from Gears to Fortnite to Paragon, it's always been kind of outside the box. So, we'll uh, we'll see where they where they take it next if if that's the case. But um, one thing I wanted to get into regarding the games and developers before we move on is a quote from TSM Dakotas. If you guys watch Dakotas at all, and uh, this kind of goes with something Brad said earlier, uh, talking about the bugs that, you know, we got from this last update and here we are, they already addressed them as Brad said, like they've already come in and started updating things. Um, this, like the servers have been down a few days, like a, a whole day last week, basically. Uh, they even had a tweet out that said like they're gonna make it right for all the fans, um, and then yeah, you know they they had some PSN issues. So if you're on PSN, they had some issues over the weekend. Long story short, this 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 tweet comes out, and I think it it speaks for a lot of community community content creators, uh, as as our hearts are felt for Fortnite and for the for the devs, and it says. Uh, with all the bugs in Fortnite game uh, happening right now, let's not forget how amazing these developers are providing weekly content, an amazing game, amazing skins, and bringing a massive community together to share it all with. Think about gaming life before Fortnite and now. So, like, you know, obviously we're here. All of us have started playing a lot more together because of Fortnite. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it's a good message, like, hey, let's step back and, like, just because it's down a couple of days, like it's still a freaking awesome game. It's still yeah, it's a free game. It's still free, right? If you want it, I mean, if <clears throat> if you don't buy any skins, I mean, I've obviously felt like <laughs> I I've paid for it a few times now. But I was just saying, we got to keep in mind too that part of why they're having these problems, pushing the edge a little bit, they're pushing out limits. They're not a sandbox, brand new, and that's just kind of comes with the territory. If they're going to take more chances. There might be more issues with it, but to me, it's worth it in the end because the them not letting the game go stale makes it great. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. Like that's that's a huge thing. Um, and look, like you said, they're doing it because they're bringing us more content. So can't yeah. don't be too mad. In other words, all right. Uh, speak of updates and things that are doing, we're gonna jump real quick into uh, some of the patch notes for two point three point oh. All right, so once again, we have Epic on the show with this update. Eric Williamson, I believe it is. Hey everyone, Eric here again. We have a special dev update hey, this Eric. week, a snowed in edition. 
We still wanted to get all the key updates to you guys, though, anyway, so I'm recording this from my phone. Last weekend, we disabled friendly fire. We made this change to reduce the amount of intentional team killing that's possible. We've received a lot of feedback regarding this change, both positive and negative, in particular for those who feel it might negatively impact the higher skill or competitive play. We're keeping an eye on how it affects folks across the skill spectrum and we'll continue to evaluate. Recently players found an exploit that allowed them to get under the playable world. With your help, we were able to identify the issue as well as those who were exploiting it, and we immediately updated and released a hotfix that prevented this from happening. As we've said in the past, we take cheating and exploiting very seriously, so we've taken action against those who are exploiting this issue. A big thank you to those of you who helped report those folks. If you buy the Battle Pass for Season 2, you will receive a free 5 tiers in the Season 3 Battle Pass. So don't forget, there's still time to buy, and all of your progress so far will be applied. Additionally, if you play with friends who own the Battle Pass, your boosts will stack. Keep in mind that this season's Battle Pass items are exclusive and will never be offered again. This week we are also offering a Battle Pass tier bundle, 10 tiers for the price of 6. Alright everyone, as always, thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Well, thank you, Mr. Eric Williamson, for coming on the show once again. Having Epic here with us has been has been great. I mean, Null Zero, here we are, Epic again. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he definitely wasn't recording that from his phone. He was he was kidding. That was yeah. sarcasm. Sad <laughs> on the show. He was here in the studio with all of us. Here we are, all, right. all together, sitting around a table, uh, not spread across the country in different time zones. No, uh, we're here at Epic Games. Yeah, told you, hanging out. New new position. <laughs> So, Brad, obviously, he mentions team killing first. How do you feel about team killing being turned off currently? My first gut reaction was kind of against it and feeling like it was kind of a kind of care bear, soft move to appease people. But the more I played with it, it actually is really nice because when you went in before and you land with a group of three to do one of your squad bounties and they just take you out, like it was like, okay, that's a terrible experience. And there's a few times I'd shoot one of you guys in the back of the head while we're engaging through a doorway. And it's like, yeah, that's a, a skill thing where you should be able to avoid that. But it's also kind of a bad experience where there's not a lot of really great experiences that happen from, you know, you don't usually see when teammates kill each other. So I, I, in the end, I actually kind of like the change. I think it has been just a better overall experience for the game. What about you, Kyle? How do you feel about it? Uh, I really, oh man, the team kill aspect of this game, I mean, was, me and David, we, we were in a, in a, I was trying to get some, some, uh, you try to, try to was, get some from David, bro, no, come on now, <laughs> trying, to married, some, bro. Well, trying to get some, uh, <laughs> Hi. To get, uh, How you well, doing? which you don't know, hey girl, hey, no, for real though, we we're trying to get some challenges done and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we joined in, in a squad game and, and all of a sudden we just got turned right before this actual, uh, change came. We just got turned on and got killed after we eliminated the whole team. And it's frustrating. It is. I, I really hate the team kill aspect on another aspect when you're running squads and stuff like that. Um, I don't think you should be able to just, if my team, if David's running in there, like he usually does, David. And you're throwing grenades or anything, or Troy, if I'm running there, Troy's really good for throwing grenades when I'm about to hit a building. It doesn't kill me. And I think that if 
you know, for a skill-based game where you're having a competitive aspect, if if I do think team killing or friendly fire should be back in it because it does take skill away where you can just lob grenades, you know, if your teammate's in there. And, you know, I do think – I don't like that. But on another aspect, if you're playing with randos, it does help you from not getting killed from those random people who want your right. scar. You know what I mean? So I do think it has its benefits and then it has its downsides. So what can you really do? So I, I have a mixed feeling about it because I think that it's a, it's really good for the majority of players. I agree with yeah. you. that, it, And we've said this on other games before. Uh, me and Zero have talked about it like, you don't want to divvy up the community too much into too many playlists, but I think this is an opportunity for them with 40 million players, like 2 million concurrent, something like that. Um, it's, I think it's an opportunity that they can actually go and say like, Hey, we, we can have a playlist that is like a competitive playlist that turns this on. Right. And that way yeah. they have the regular Fortnite. They have, you know, your, your, your solos, your duos, your squads. And then you have, a playlist that you can select that's, you know, for, uh, and maybe, maybe they rotate them. Maybe it's like this week it's, you know, uh, hardcore or what do they want to call it? Competitive duo. And then next week it's competitive squad. And next week it's competitive solo. Like that way everybody's getting the rotation every month and you can play it. I, or maybe they make it a permanent. I don't know, but I definitely do think that if they take this to the next level, as far as being competitive, which a lot of people are trying to get it to be, and they're going there, hopefully when the competitive, when, uh, custom games comes out. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's good for grenades. It's really good for people who want to use grenades. People are using grenades a lot more. Yeah. I I don't like being team killed. But other than that, like I think there's a lot of negatives to it. But team kill not being team killed is really great. It's really really. I like great. I like knowing you're going in there and I can shoot a rocket right behind you. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, but. But that's also kind of been a problem as well for me. Like, there's sometimes where I'm like building up to something, or I'm trying to build a certain <laughs> and scenario, and down. someone's shooting rockets, <laughs> and they're shooting down my my fort, and I'm like, dude, come on, yeah. And that so that gets frustrating because they know they can shoot it. Like, you know, I can shoot it. It's not going to kill them. I can do what I want. Right. But I don't know. There's some negatives to it. I, I think that they're going to have to make a decision. Um. Obviously, they can't, you know. Well, for the, they, for the toxic area of this, right, which is a big reason they turned it off from what I understand, um, is because team killing, right? Like purpo yeah, purposely team killing somebody. Um, I think that, like, I don't understand why more games don't put the vote to kick option in. Yeah. Like, just put the vote to kick option in. Like, did that person kill me on my team with my other squad members there? Yes, he did. Let me vote to kick him. I just don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because like duos, it wouldn't, it wouldn't solve the issue. You know, like everybody. I don't know if that solved the issue at all. Cause a lot of times you get team killed. It's you and three others. And one of them decides they just don't want you as a liability. So I don't necessarily know the other two would vote for you when they're together. Right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. This game, maybe this game just doesn't fit that, that mold very well. Cause it's not the same multiplayer aspect as a lot of the games. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. So much for that idea. Uh, the other, the other thing um, he mentioned real quick was cheaters. Let's just leave it at this. Don't cheat. No zero said it a couple weeks ago. If we see you cheat, we're gonna put it on the internet. By the way, you need to put that video on the internet. Um, yeah, we do. 
yeah, don't cheat. It's not cool. It does you have no skill? And I'll say it again: you have no skill to be a cheater. All right. well, what's the fun? Yeah. What's the fun? What's the like, point? You play to win, to beat someone that wants to beat you. If you're well, cheating, I'm, you don't accomplish anything. I'm number one on leaderboards, but you didn't get there skillfully. You know? Yep. Yeah, but some people are into that. Like you've seen Batman: The Dark Knight, right? <laughs> yes. I remember Alfred talking about the Joker. Oh, some yeah. people just mm, want to yep. see the world, but like some people find enjoyment in that. Like it's true. there are some crap, crappy people out there. Yeah. So Noel Zero said you're the Joker and you're a crappy person. Hey, that's right. <laughs> so. I've been called worse by better people. Hey, <laughs> let's go. Um, and then the last thing is exclusive content per season. Noel Zero, I know you. I heard you applauding this. This is pretty cool. I think that each season, it sounds like they're going to have the, this is like the, the confirmation we were looking for. Each season is going to have exclusive content. You will not see the black Knight again. Yes. I want to see stuff like that. I know there's going to be people out that sit out there and be like, Oh, that's not fair because I didn't play season one. So I didn't get, shut up. Like, I don't want to hear that crap. I heard that crap in <laughs> destiny. I'm tired yeah. of hearing that crap. Like I should get rewarded if I played in season one or season two and you didn't, and you came to the game late. Like, cool. I'm sorry. You didn't get there, or you didn't get the cool thing that I got in season one or two, but you're, you're here now, and it also makes you want to buy. Like, because let's just say two seasons from now, I'm a little tired of Fortnite for a little bit, and like, where I'm, you know, where I'm like, I don't want to even play this season. I think I'm gonna take a season off. Right. And I see the battle pass rewards, and it's like, well, dude, that's really freaking awesome. You know, it's an incentive to be like, oh man, maybe I do, uh, maybe I need to buy that battle pass, you know? And it also puts it on them to provide rewards that are cool enough to warrant me buying my battle pass each season. Yep. I, I'm excited that they only have them and that you won't ever see them again. So then that way, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, season four or five, you can kind of flaunt that Black Knight skin. You know what I mean? So everybody can hit their Black Knight here. I'm going to hit mine for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm about to hit it. Brad, you gonna hit by yours? The end of the week. I'll hit it. I still got. Let's see here. I'm on 58 right now, but I'll get there. I got plenty of days. Okay. Yeah, I'll hit it this week for sure. Me and Brad yep. are right at the same spot, I think. Me and um, David, the end of this week. But I, you know, and the one thing to go back to what you were just saying about the seasonal thing is, is you know, y'all had said before, like after the battle pass, like after season one, no one's gonna rock black Knight or the dark knight, and. It's like, well, now actually people might because it's like, you might, you know, they don't, they know there's people out there that don't have it. They yep. didn't buy battle passes. Yep. So it gives it a reason to flaunt stuff that, you know. Oh, especially as we look back like in a year or two and you're rocking like oh, season one yeah. skin. Yeah, a it's... lot, it'll be a lot crazier then because it'll be like eight, a year from now, like, where did you get that skin? Oh, this is season two, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, bruh. Even season two, bruh. Do you, do you, do you even Fortnite? <laughs> Uh, a couple yeah. quick things from 2.3.0. There's a ton of stuff, so go to Fortnite.com, read all the patch notes. A couple things I just wanted to hit on that we enjoy, that we noticed uh, immediately. Uh, you got the auto-run feature, which is really big. We're, I'm going to bring that up again here in a second from a post on Reddit, which I think is awesome. Uh, so you can, you can do that. They disabled auto-aim. You can disable auto-aim for consoles. I wonder if this is a setting now uh, set for competitive play only like if they're going ahead and putting this in the game so that when you do custom games mm, you can demand this for competitive play right i i don't know it's just an idea i don't know yeah i i agree brad i thought it was interesting too because i was like hmm 
Well, how many people don't want that on console to help them? Yeah, why would you want that? But that actually makes sense. That's a good, that's a good take. Uh, well, with that, but sometimes the auto aim is a little too aggressive. It can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've messed. I with wish it I could turn it off for a building or something like that. Like have have it per section. Yeah. Hey, real quick for the next update. While we're talking about this update, can we please make it to where my uncapped frame rate stays where I have <laughs> yes. it set to? I was literally I just so talking sick about that. and tired. Yep. Of having to go in there and be like, man, my uncapped frame rate got turned off again. Like, I want uncapped frame rate. Yeah. I know there might be people that are all about stability, which I, I'm going to be honest, I don't see much of a stability difference, except that from what I've understood, maybe if you're on, like uh, Brad said, like a PlayStation Slim, um, and maybe your internet connection might have those effects. But other than that, uncapped frame rate's the way to go. Way better. Yeah, it was way, way better. Definitely been enjoying it. Uh, and that's why I keep Brad around, ladies and gentlemen, because he reassures me that I'm right occasionally when these other two mofos never say nice things. Oh, uh, get out of here. Then, uh, also, we got the wooden power poles no longer block your building. Thank you. Thank you for not. Oh, it's so annoying can, when anything can, building. Can, like, it's, it's the worst experience. Yeah, can we? Can Does we? Trees still do it. Yes. Like, can we just stop this? Like, stop the madness, man. Not only, not, like, not only trees. Here's my thing about trees. Like, I understand I can't build where a tree trunk is, but like when a leaf is hanging down off of a tree limb, and my board's not even gonna hit it, let me build there. I understand that too, but I think you're already, we're already living in ridiculous land. Okay, <laughs> uh, game is like it's not. Realistic, found in yeah. real realism. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not PUBG. Yeah. So let's just be real. Let's just. There's times where I build a ramp and it's already floating in midair, and I'm like, however, if this was connected <laughs> to nothing and somebody shot it, it would, all my stuff would crumble. Yeah. But sometimes the game will let me just build in midair. Yes, please. Yeah. Just stop the madness. Let's get this building where I can build through anything. Except, I mean, unless except it's like for a something... house. You don't want to like build through a house. Yeah. You say that, but in, uh, <laughs> you, in uh, what's it called? Uh, man, the farms, Fatal Farms. Uh, there's times where I build directly into the ground. Like, especially by the rock garden where that chest is I like to go get. Yeah. Like, there's times where I will go over there and I'm trying to build up a ramp to go and look for the chest or get to the chest. And instead of going to the chest, it freaking builds right into the ground i'm like oh but i can't build through a tree right i I get that i'm just saying a house we don't want the houses like the big houses and barns to be able to like i'm just gonna go straight through this thing and demolish the house by building (laughs) i think that i I mean i honestly i'll be real honest i don't see a problem with you being able to build straight through anything because your player it's not like your player character is just gonna walk through it well i think i think the problem with it if you did that and not to get too sidetracked, but if you were able to build through any house or through any structure, is that you then take away that cover aspect immediately, and then you can just delete, you can just shoot out your ramp, right? You could literally just build a ramp, shoot it out, and then take out part of that building. And now that building is exposed compared to having to beat it down or rocket launch it or throw a nade at it, like to have the normal destruction. So, like, I think, I think it would change gameplay a lot if you could just, like, all right. You lined up on that side, Kyle. Brad, you lined up on that side. We're just going to build a flat ramp against this whole entire house and demolish it so these people have to run out and we can kill them. Yeah, but it's not going to demolish the house just because you shot the ramp down. No, but I'm saying if you're building your ramp through the house and it's deleting the house as you're building your ramp through it. 
Oh, I'm not talking about deleting. Okay. I don't like. I'm not looking for when I built through a tree for it to delete the tree. Like. Oh, you're saying like, like the house I'm is still there, but the like, ramp goes through. I yeah, gotcha. I'm saying yeah. just no collisions with the the building. Like. Okay. Just like a, a fireplace. Whenever I build up on a house and I go through the it fireplace, it will wrap around no the fireplace. Collision. Yeah, it'll wrap yeah, around it. That's what I want to see. I got you. Okay. Yeah. And a little bit of fixing on the building consistency. There's times where like ramps just don't want to build, period. And some of that stuff is just really annoying. I got you. I got you. Build like you want it to build around it. And I got you. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying like if it builds through the like like right now, if you build like through an ammo rack. Yeah, or, like, I, I, I didn't think about that aspect when you were saying that. That's why yeah. I was like, Why what like what is he talking about? Demolishing the house. Yeah, I don't want it to like, delete. I'm about building that blowing up house. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got I got what you're saying. Uh, so that's going on. Obviously, they had a lot of fixes, some cozy fire fixes where the cozy fire was still going, but you couldn't get repaired by it, which that did happen to me a couple times. Um, they fixed the issue where players to pass through walls as they were editing them. Um, there's tons of tons of uh, weapon up, weapon updates to improve the accuracy of arc grenades. Uh, fix an issue which allowed players to switch between two scoped weapons without leaving the scoped view. Uh, so if you had two snipers, you could switch between them instead of having to leave the scope view and reload. Uh, so yeah, there's a there's a lot of cool things there. Go read that update. Uh, we've already dragged. Can, this can I gripe on one fix? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So um, they fixed it so that the supply drop can't drop on you. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, conceal you mm -hmm. so you can shotgun someone when they come to open it. I want them to put that back in. But if nobody comes and opens the supply drop, you're just trapped in it and the storm will eventually kill you. Like you can't get out. You can't open it yourself. You can't break out. It's kind of like a risk reward thing. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I actually like that. I thought that was a cool thing that the community discovered by, and for people that don't know, what he's saying is like the, the balloons that drop on you, the red balloons or yellow balloons now, that drop on you uh, with the care packages, like people can kneel underneath them or could kneel underneath them just like in a bush and essentially hide and then someone would come open it up and then you could shoot them so like i thought it added a cool risk reward situation to it right you had to be those that knew about that had to be pretty careful going up to a box because you thought okay maybe somebody could be in this um but they took that out for now and i i'm with you i think they should put that back in the last thing obviously with the name of this episode chug jug put in i actually in the last and we've played, I don't know, a good handful of games. Um, at least since the update came out, at least, I don't know, 15, 20 games I've played. And because we didn't play much this weekend, we were playing Monster Hunter. But I haven't even gotten a Chug Jug yet. I know, Noel Zero, you've, you've experienced it a few times. And obviously, mm -hmm. it's a legendary drop. Um, but Kyle, Brad, I mean, have you guys had your hands on the Chug Jug yet? I just three or four. Okay. What about you? And Kyle? I just had uh, right after you guys got off uh, earlier today. Uh, I got two of them in a solo game, <laughs> and I pocketed both. You can't stack them. To be uh, right. you can't. Right. That's something I thought you could. I thought you could stack them. Yeah, no, max can't. of one. Correct. Yeah, yeah max, max of one. one. Yeah, and so I had two of them, and uh, actually helped me win the game. I didn't use the other one, but the one definitely did. If I won a solo. And it is a great, but I do think it takes really long. But it's a risk reward kind of thing, you know what I mean? Find a place and chug it. Yeah, fifteen. I think it's funny how you chug it slow. <laughs> yeah, it's fifteen seconds, uh, max max health and max shield. It gives you. Brad, did you feel like it was too long? 
No, I like it because you get so yeah. much out of it. What's great about it when when it first came out, everybody saved them. So end game, like you'd kill people and like they drop. It felt like fairly often, but I think people are getting smarter about using them and not saving them now because you can only use it once, really. So if you get through an engagement, you may as well use it. Right. It's just like slurps. Like at first, everybody was saving yep. slurps, and then now everybody just takes slurps mm-hmm. as soon as they see them. Like oh, I'll take that twenty five shield, even if I have twenty five health, even if I'm already at a hundred health. You know? Yep. So, um, that's de- that's definitely a thing. Well, uh, let's move on to our uh, tips and tricks section with uh, another tip from Monster D Face. Do we have tips? Of course. Do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. So once again, another tip from Monster D Face from his series uh, Win More Gunfights. This is still the first video. We've still been breaking down for the third week in a row. Thank you, Monster D Face. And we're going to talk about carrying multiple weapons of the same weapon type, uh, and specifically for early game. So now, pushing forwards, I find my next opponent. Again, I'm just setting up and shoving these bullets right down their face. And notice right here, I take fire again. We switch weapons. Why reload a gun when you have a spare AR? Running multiple ARs early game is a fantastic way to keep aggression up and definitely win more fights. The time it takes for your opponent to reload, you don't have to. You're basically skipping a full reload. It's like having 60 shots in a gun. So what he's talking about here, if you didn't catch that, guys, is a lot of people right now, they're carrying two shotguns, right? Two pumps. Um, Brad, you're, careful. You, you're going to trigger someone. You, you've, Be been, careful. you've been the, you've been a big, <laughs> big user of the, of the double pump. But he's also talking about using two ARs at the beginning. So if you find two you know, white ARs or, or white and a green or whatever you find early on, uh, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a, uh, an, a, like a regular AR and then a pulse, right? And he, what he's saying is like, instead of, you know, just using one, carrying both so that you can switch between and about your, just like using a double pump and not having to reload. He's saying, Hey, look, this allows you to keep the engagements going longer from your side of it. And I thought it was a really good tip. Um, David, I know that you get a little heated about the shotgun sometimes, and this leads into that. How do you feel about people and the double pump situation that's going on right now? And what do you think about this tip about the dual ARs? Um, so, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of double pumping. I mean, I do it sometimes. I, I've got, kind of gotten away from it because I just uh, I don't like the situation. I think it should be that your shotguns work the same way. Like, if I shoot one, the other one's on cooldown as well. I think that's the easiest way to fix that problem. Um, as far as picking up guns, I... I understand what he's saying, but I think the bigger under not you know non-stated thing here is that when you're taking early game, especially like just drop, is you when you're taking weapons, you're taking opportunity away from your opponent. So if they can't find a gun and they have a pistol or a revolver, you're keeping them from finding an AR for the you know the very early part of the game. Right. And that's that's why I tend to pick up a ton of guns and I will go straight for taking my, uh, any of my, uh, consumables that I can and really just limit what my enemy can find on the map during the early part of the game. Yeah. Especially on initial drop. I'm with you on that too. Like I find out that I pick up a lot of times I pick up like a pistol and a couple SMGs, like always. And I'm cycling through them just like people do with the double pumps. I think double pump is just so strong. It's the one that's gotten the most publicity, but you know, this is a part of the game feature. And I think that's why it's so hard for them to change the double pump situation. If they feel like it is overpowered, it's not how they want the game played. 
I don't know that. And I don't, I don't know if they've made that statement or anything yet about how they feel about it. But I think the biggest part is like, it is a part of that, that game style or that management style is a part of the game and is a strategy that is very well used and not abused necessarily in other instances, right? Because if you're fighting early on and all you have is two SMGs and that guy's got an AK or an AR, like you obviously want to, you know, you, you might have to use both your SMGs real quick in order to be able to compete with him depending on the situation uh, or a pistol or whatever. So, and being able to switch real quickly through those, maybe that's all you're finding is, is SMGs. I think that's where their, their obstacle is in trying to solve this issue that of the double pump too. So. Let's try to keep in mind too, people get mad about the double pump, but you are using up two of your five inventory spots in a game in which you could use eight. So like there is a sacrifice to it. Let's just not forget that as people tend to when they complain about it sometimes, I think. Yeah, no, I agree with you. You definitely are. And especially in solos, right? With teams, I don't think it's as, it's as tough because Brad can tell us he's, he's double pumping. And so, you know, Kyle can pick up, you know, what we call slurpees, the small shield, and I can pick up full hills or bandages. Shieldies. Yeah, shieldies, and I can pull up full bandages or full hills, and so then we got Brad covered, right? So in that instance, it's not as bad. I think uh, in solos, it's definitely more detrimental than it is in a squad game or even a duo um, by, by taking up an extra space like Brad said. I will tell you this, with the double pump thing going around, it taught me how to build faster and better. Because now, to uh, to counter that, a person who's double pumping, I'd build a couple walls, get up on that, and shoot down on their head. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it has taught me how to do that. I mean, everything can be countered with building in this game, let's be honest. I do like the double pump stuff. I think it's pretty cool. Pretty cool feature. Yeah, I mean, I have seen... It's hard to do. It's not easy. It, yeah, Definitely to be very effective at it, it's definitely yes. it, it definitely takes some skill. Um and uh Kyle doesn't have that. Um <laughs> let's go ahead and jump over here to our last section of the show, our Reddit post. Okay. I'm gonna tell the world. Fortnite Reddit is the place to be for videos and memes and efficacy. Yeah, look Fortnite at my post. Reddit is the place to be for videos and memes and efficacy. Fortnite and Fortnite BI. All right, so this is really cool. I'm just going to read this, guys, so you can, you can, you can uh, hear this. But this Reddit post is, it was, it, to say the least, it was touching to me um, because of the, the whole situation that's here. Um, not only did Reddit help this guy being Reddit and supporting him and uh, helping Epic hear his voice, but his request is this. Request for help. This is his title. Request for help for a disabled Fortnite player. And in parentheses, he put auto run. Uh, and, for, and they ended up uh, marking this as an epic commented uh, thread. Uh, enough people got on here and Reddit helped push it up. The community app by saying Reddit helped push it up. Uh, and this is what he had to say. He said, hi, all. If you could upvote to help get the devs attention, I'd be forever grateful. I'm one-handed. I play with a combination of my hand, his right hand, face, and a stand for the controller. I lack the, the subtle movement uh, a thumb can provide on the left stick to have to press it and hold against my cheek, my cheekbone to play. The auto-run feature means I constantly run 
now and fall out of buildings off walls and die way more than normal. I love this game. He put in he little little uh, uh, star here. I, I love this game and love the attention, but I'd love an option to disable it uh, for, for himself, obviously. I play with three other people who, ha- who were born without or have lost a hand. Our clan is called Eight Hands Are Better Than Four. Uh, and mm-hmm. we all cannot play properly because of this. An option uh, would mean we can come back and play. Please Reddit help. Um, there's been a couple updates to this. Long story short, Epic's response to this is, you're amazing. We'll add an option to turn it off. Thank you for your support. So, like, this is incredible, man, to me, to see, like, a community that, Number one gets behind and Reddit can be Reddit if you guys know it. And we've had a couple of the Reddit <laughs> moderators on the show and they are incredible at keeping this Reddit in a very healthy uh, place. And I applaud them. And this is an example of that. And seeing Epic get on here and we talked about before about Paragon and everything like just to see them take the time to get on. They don't have to respond to this guy. Like, they don't necessarily owe anybody anything, right? I mean, they are a game dev, and there's plenty of game devs that don't talk and communicate with the community like this. But, uh, you know, it's awesome that this guy hat could, could write this, get this up here, and then they would come back and respond. Um, I just think it says a thousand words. Like, they obviously didn't respond with a thousand words. It was real simple. We'll add it. We'll turn, it, we'll turn, it, turn the option on for you. Uh, we'll put it in there for you. Like, that's just... I don't know. It was really awesome. I thought it was a really cool post, so I wanted to share it this week. It's nice. It's sweet. Yeah, yeah it, it. I I just found it was pretty cool, man. It it was kind of kind of heartwarming. You know what I mean? I, I think it's kind of cool. The more and more you see gaming uh, getting as big as it is now, you see more and more people who are disabled actually trying to game or are gaming. You know what right. I mean? I think it's cool that people can take something. And they can learn something, and 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 in that aspect, they're better than me because I don't know if I could have the 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 head space for all that. You know what I mean? Like to to get down and learn something. But that's cool, sweet. Yeah, I think it. I think it speaks to the gaming industry. Like, yeah, everybody like gaming as a whole is just so diverse. There's so many different groups of people. Um, and I I honestly, you know, people always say like, oh, you play games all the time. I mean, as many as, as gamers as there are out there, like I still work at a company with, you know, 5,000 people on our campus and it's it's not easy to find somebody that's like, hey man, why are you tired? I stayed up super late playing video games. Oh, me too, right? Like <laughs> that conversation doesn't happen a bunch. Um, but I think it really speaks to how gaming is growing and how diverse it's getting and continues to grow, so. Well, as always guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, Make sure you shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Podbean. You can always send all your complaints and emails to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, uh, if it takes us a day or two to get back to you guys or a week, whatever it does, uh, we do have a normal life, so we will try our best, and we do like to respond to everybody. Uh, so we will get back to you if you've sent us an email or if you send us an email. Uh, tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Too Loud TX No Zero N O L X E R. Kyle, Kyle the Assist. No, just kidding. It's actually Kyle the Anxious. 
uh, <laughs> and Brad at Bra- with a Z. Yeah, with a Z. And Brad at at Bradberg. Uh, make sure you check us uh, check out the official Fortnite Reddit pages. Go get involved in that community. Uh, you have reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Fortnite br and just Fortnite. And until next time, guys, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales. past the point to bring it back up but toward the end there i did get thinking they could really do a lot more with the victory screen kind of like turn it into more of a tell a story thing where they have actual like who you killed and how many killed they had and oh yeah that'd like, be cool i don't know present yeah. it in like a storyboard type way some highlights top, top yeah maybe even like sh- keep it a replay of the last kill going on up in the background or something that'd be really sweet kind of make it more of a story especially for those people getting that first win i will say the one thing that was like cool about Destiny 2, Brad, is when you loaded up Destiny 2, yeah, they had these images of, and they're they were just generic images, but they're like of Crota and stuff like that. And, and I actually I, I downloaded the free trial thing they had. Oh, the memories thing. The, you could play to like level 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got to see that on my end, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, the like memories that. was really yep. cool, it, and that would be a cool idea. Like, remember when you killed this guy and have his name? Yep. Right. Yeah, even it was like a, just a generic like picture showing Tilt the Towers, which is where you killed them. And it showed yeah. his name and how many people he'd killed or something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. And what weapon or just flash everybody's kind of name you killed across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. And then when you watch somebody else win and you see they killed two people, it could just infuriate yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so fun.